You're listening to Joy Coaching America with the Joy Coach, Karen Lynn Grant, spreading upbeat, uplifting, informative messages of hope and happiness from sea to shining sea from our home in the beautiful Rocky Mountains. Welcome to Joy Coaching America. I am so excited. Today is the beginning of a brand new year, and I have chosen someone from my past who is also in my present to join me today on this call because this is a woman that I absolutely look up to. I love, we communicate, we talk on the phone, we share, and I just believe that this show can be absolutely uplifting and inspiring for all those who are ready to plan for success, to become a man in leadership, a lady in leadership. And so I'm going to introduce you, Karen Pauline. I want to say Karen Montague because that was her name when I met her when I was just 12 years old back at Crescenta Valley High School. So Karen, give us a big hello. Hey, good morning. And this will be a good year. We're going to make it a good year. Absolutely. I just wrote this year, I plan for success. I eat for success. I dress for success. I believe in success. I help others succeed. So we are so excited. And I just want to share a little bit about you, Karen, with our listening audience. Karen was raised in a, and that's going to be confusing because we're both Karens, but I'm Karen with a Y. She's Karen with an E. At Karen. Helene was raised in a Christian home, growing up in faith since childhood. And today she still continues to share this joy easily with people that she meets in person and in social media groups. She's very active in all of that. She's held many adult filled uh, opportunities to lead groups of women in her church. She's currently a chaplain for a political party, the Republican Women's Federation, which allows her to be involved with many opportunities to work with her local congressmen, assemblywomen, and state senator. She has a passion to serve and time now that she no longer has to commute to a full-time job when she worked in, and now works in direct sales. She's very active in service to her family, church, friends, and community. Just the other day, she put on this beautiful luncheon for the entire Republican Party women in her area in California. So today we're interviewing Karen uh, long distance because I'm in Utah, she's in California, but this is proof that dear friends can stay absolutely connected even on a daily basis. Karen believes that leadership takes time in organization with people willing to respond. And I have to say amen to that. It's, it's difficult to motivate others when they do not see their own strengths. Karen is a great delegator. She points out someone's strength and she builds on that in a task to get them to trust in themselves and to help them to feel comfortable to do more. She believes that women of the 21st century have a balanced act when it comes to being married and holding down careers and being grandmothers and mothers. And when we have talents given to us by God, it's best to remember that our own spouse needs assurance that he's a priority too and our covenant best friend. Many times, she says, many times I'm such a doer that I, that I bring neglect to Steve in what I accomplish or create. And all he knows is that it took time away from the home front. She's been active in 
and is still active in church groups, political groups, school boards, youth boards, neighborly outreach. These are all vital ways for women to get involved and lead others. And Karen is actively involved in all of this. She also says, stay faithful to God and he will direct us where and how to serve him and find rich blessings. I'm so excited to take this journey into the past with you today, Karen, and to share with others the joy of enduring friendship that has continued for nearly half a century. Woo! 50 years. Okay, here we go, Karen. So come in here and join me and share with me. Karen, you, why don't you share how we met? Because I think that's so important for parents today who are hoping that their kids find friends with values that are similar, kindred spirits. So why don't you share with us? You know, you and I came from two different junior high groups, and yet it was so apparent immediate how even the friends of both junior high groups started merging together. And I got to know you, but honestly, Karen, I always thought you had an angelic voice and I was drawn to your voice. And then uh, soon enough, you and I and other friends, we were all starting our own leadership in doing community, um, not community, more commitments around campus, right? We were having fun we were called bluebells. Do you remember being a bluebell? Oh, yes. <laughs> I thought I'd throw that one out to you. But you know what? What were we doing? We were cheering on basketball teams and sport teams, um, you know, as um, sophomores on campus. We were creating committees to uh, decorate for proms and, you know, um, just fun dances and everything. So what was drawn together, I think, were heartstrings. And I've, I've carried that word in my vocabulary for years that when you connect with someone who is like-minded and um, like-spirited, right? You and I, we learned how to love one another, how to love ourselves through the hardships of being teenagers. And teenage is a tough time. So I think it's so important for parents and grandparents to be involved and uh, guide young men, young women into how to find good friendships in the early years. Uh, social media has brought us all back together, right? But years were separated because we didn't have cell phones. We didn't have the connections of social media that our kids do today. And I think social media can be positive. We just have to lead our kids to find the positive side of social media and not the negative and the bashing, but the empowerment and the joy of connecting with one another. And I think you hit it right on the head. Uh, when, if we can direct our children to find like-minded, and I know that the thing that you know, I, I remember that quad, you know, the quad where everybody met for lunch and, and hung out. And I remember looking across the quad and seeing you often in your circle of friends. And I, I was like a butterfly. I just kind of flitted around um, and from circle to circle. But I remember knowing that you had a faith-based heart back at age, you know, when we joined, wasn't that in the 10th grade? when we yeah. came together and 
and knowing that there was somebody out there who had a faith-filled heart and a faith-based heart that I knew you were there. And I knew that you felt that way. I knew your values. I, I sensed them. And that's the thing that I would hope that parents could get from this part of our talk today, our sharing, is that your children, if they are feeling like maybe I know I felt a little different because I found God really early on in my life and I wanted to find kindred friends. I wanted to find kindred friends with values who loved the Lord and because he was so fresh for me, he was so new to me. And I had some very dear friends that we could list names on here, but we don't want to because we don't want to leave anybody out, but so many beautiful friendships that we want to rekindle in 2022 and bring all of us together again in a faith-based Christ-centered way as we pursue these difficult times with our grandchildren that are, some of us have grandchildren that are just entering teen years and with children, you have, you're a grandmother. Tell us about that. Grandmother of two twin of twins. Yeah, I have twin 10-year-old grandchildren, a boy and a girl. And it's a lot of fun. Um, they happen to live in my household with their mom. And so we see a daily activity of sports and school. And oh my goodness, I even had to homeschool for 15 months during California shutdowns. But you know what? There's so much time to have conversation even driving them to sports. It's a great time to just um, converse with the kids, the importance of be kind, be, be um, aware of someone who might be sad today, all those wonderful things. So um, it's important that you tune in and you also, uh, we committed as a family to raising the kids in the church. And I was committed uh, by my parents to the church. And Karen, I just want to say, I think we were brought together because the Holy Spirit brings people together of all ages. And I really think the Holy Spirit led us to the friends we had in the high school years. I absolutely agree. And I, and I want to share that we were of different denominations and that doesn't matter. Right. You know, as we just found that we had a kindred love for Christ in common and a faith-based heart that just, that's how I got through teenage years. And I know you did too. And it's how we kept optimistic and happy and, and teen years are hard and they're even harder today. So we just want to encourage everyone out there. If you are a mother or a grandmother, seek out those wonderful friendships that are faith-based, find kindred friends in common and help your children and grandchildren do the same. We are so excited. I'm so excited to have you here on January 1st to kick off a new year. As we talk about ladies and leadership and planning for success, we have a whole beautiful show ahead of us, Karen. Thank you so much for being on. And we will be right back after this station break. This is Karen Lynn Grant and Karen Helene, Joy Coaching America 2022.
from sea to shining sea and beyond. You're listening to Joy Coaching America Worldwide with show host and Joy Coach, Karen Lynn Grant. Welcome back to Joy Coaching America. I'm just having such a wonderful time because I'm here with one of my best friends from high school and Karen Helene, who was Karen Montague when I first met her in my sophomore year at Crescenta Valley High School and was so drawn to her. As Karen was saying, we, we came from different schools and those schools merged together under the umbrella of Crescenta Valley High. And so now, you know, it's almost 50 years later, Karen. Well, we're not 68, so it's not quite 50 years later. And we met when we were about 12 or 13, but now it's, it's many decades later and we are still who we are. Isn't that amazing? We are still following the things that we loved and were passionate about way back then. One of the things that I'm really impressed with and excited for you to share with our listening audience is your role in the clergy with your Republican Women's Federation. Would you love to share about that with us? I'd I'd be glad to. You know how it all began? I had a heart to just invest myself to learn more about what our community was all about. And in a community, you have uh, a city council, you have a congressman, an assembly person, you have a state senator who represents your family And yet I was always so busy uh, commuting and in a corporate job that I didn't have the opportunity to truly understand and get to know the people who were making decisions for my family. I mean, you get to see their name on the ballot, you do a little research, but once I changed from working a corporate job to staying at home and doing direct sales, I decided I really wanted to get to know these people. So Karen, I truly started at grassroots. I just, I started attending a meeting and then I started um, bridging beautiful friendships and it didn't take long. And all of a sudden they, they kind of saw some of my skill set and they wanted me to join the board. And it's like, well, I just kind of want to ease into this. I didn't want to take charge right away. I wanted to embrace and get to know what what this uh, political field was all about. And honestly, I was a little scared about politics because, you know, so many things happen and they're amplified in the news and it's not always positive, right? Sometimes very negative. So uh, one time they asked me to pray at one of their board meetings. And from that moment on, I knew my niche was just love on the people that are in this federation. And um, I feel very comfortable praying out loud. Some people pray very privately. I'm okay about just sharing my heart. I don't write out prayers to when I give the invocation. I just speak it. I just, it is just coming from the heart. And I think that's where this ministry really took off because some of the people in the federation of all ages. I mean, we have a lot of different ages. They just, uh, they took on the love that was being offered. So from that, I decided get involved, join the board, be a part of some dynamic women who are doing amazing things here in the state of California. 
definitely working very close hand with the people you mentioned earlier. And it, it just gave me a heart to serve along those who were elected to serve. You know, what's amazing to me is how you, you say that you started at grassroots level, just started by going to a meeting when your schedule opened up and you had time and some energy to put into developing this part of your soul, your personality, your character. And I think that's very exciting for those who are listening, because if we can just find one project, if we can just find one thing that we can bring our skill set to, uh, I just, I love the encouragement that is offered for all people who listen to you that if you're good at praying and you can pray for the group. And I love how you said you knew that your role was to be there to love on the group, to bring love to that group, which is what you were doing back in high school, just continuing to be the best version of yourself in a whole new, in a whole new niche and a whole new format. So I love that. And what today, what are you doing presently with this group? Well, you know what? We just had this wonderful big holiday party, um, which we come from many different faiths. And what was really fun for me is that I was able to bring some new people, brand new people that had just uh, visited our organization. And I saw some talents in the first uh, introductions that we had with one another. One lady was so dynamic. She used to work for a craft store. She was the manager there and I needed someone to do centerpieces for our party. So mm-hmm. I brought that person in. She had only visited us a couple of months. Then there were some others who are very quiet souls, but once they were asked by me, would they join our committee? Would they be part of making you know, a fun activity? These individuals all came together and you know, you find little talents within them and then you almost help them see their own talents. Like some are like, oh, you just tell me what to do and I'll just do it. And I said, oh, I think you'll be great at this. And then I had gals who were doing uh, fun skits. Uh, some uh, We did some parody songs that were really fun and um, action-based. We had um, just a lot of interaction. We had a very quiet soul who could run an auction table of baked items. And so when you pick the talents of those who you are uh, engaged with and you bring them together, there was such sweet empowerment at our meetings that, uh, you know, as we planned. And um, we also now have some upcoming uh, elections. So we stay very involved in learning what is uh, coming down the pike in 2022. Um, It's not always about who the presidential candidate will be. It's about who our local city uh, officials who are running. Um, There's a a lady in town that I'm gonna back. I'm gonna support her getting on city council. We have school board elections. We have so much just to educate and then let people make their decisions based on that. But if you don't go to meetings, if you don't attend things and and do your own studying, how can you support people? 
you know? So I take it very serious from the heart of a family that wants to know what is going on in our schools. So I go to school board meetings now, Karen. I'm actually doing speeches at school board meetings. Never did I do it with my own children, but things are changing in California. And I'm not gonna sit and gripe about it. I'm gonna go and be a passionate parent at these meetings. Mm. I love that. I, I hear so many wonderful pearls of wisdom that I just want to pull out. You know, I think that as women, it's, it's very important to do exactly what you have just stated in finding people's strengths and including people from all denominations, from all backgrounds. We don't want to create chasms. We're trying to build bridges and through the love, through finding each other's areas of expertise and capitalizing on one another's strengths, celebrating each other's strengths and uh, just validation and edifying women in general. And, And the same for men as well, but particularly we're talking about your work with women. And I think that as we do that, we build community. And it's when women can, sometimes women can tend to be catty. Sometimes women can tend to feel insecure. Um, Sometimes women can compare themselves with others. And I love that you, you just go right in there and find the strengths, find the virtues, find the areas of expertise, draw them out and bring them together and put them in a place, invite them to hold a place where they are comfortable with their level of personality, animation, whatever, to just to become part of a group, to become part of the whole. I love that. And we're going to talk more about ladies in leadership and a really fun thing you did at your party, which you have kind of uh, rearranged a little bit so that it can be all of us wondering, what would I, what would I have on my person if I was a lady in leadership? We'll be right back after these messages. Thank you so much for joining us today on January 1st, 2022, Joy Coaching America with Karen Lynn Grant, interviewing Karen Montague-Helene. Welcome to the Loving Liberty Radio Network. Welcome back to Joy Coaching America, raising the world's vibration to love, joy, and peace. One happy listener at a time. We're back. Joy Coaching America. This is Karen Lynn Grant interviewing Karen Montague Helene, who is such a wonderful friend of mine. And we go all the way back to sophomore year, junior year, senior year in high school. And we want to welcome all of our friends, wherever you are, all over the nation or the world. If you attended CVHS in 1977, 78, 79, we want to welcome you in particular to this call. This was a high school in La Crescenta, California, and I am a native to California, but got transplanted when I left CVHS 
and moved to Utah. And there I have lived happily ever after. And so uh, today we're talking now in this segment about ladies in leadership. What does that look like? What does that feel like? I really want to encourage everyone to go into 2022 planning for success. You know, we entered 2020 thinking, I'm going to share the vision, 2020 vision. And then we kind of got bowled over a little bit. And then we went into 2021 thinking this year is going to be better. Well, this is, we're not going to wait to see what 2022 unfolds. We're going to step forward as ladies in leadership and just create what we want and put our hand in God's hand, forge ahead with faith in the future and Karen, you shared something really fun that you did with the women at your Republican party Christmas party, uh, in this, in 2021, just a couple of weeks, just a week ago. And I would love for you to share, because I think that this is such a great little inventory kind of list to, to ask ourselves, am I truly showing up as a lady in leadership? Yeah. And you know what? We chose the theme women in red. And not representing only red Republican, but red empowerment, right? When uh, red has always been a power color. And so I need to let you know, we also have men that attend the Women's Federation. They're associate members. So (laughs) what I love about that is they're watching the empowerment of women in the community too. And I love it that they want to come and join in. Um, But anyway, this game we decided to do was just a round table, but it was an amazing inventory that a committee member created some questions to just ask. And we had some fun with it. You know, we got a little goofy and, and whatnot, but basically it's like, are you wearing the color red today. Now it was a holiday party, you know, and um, I call it a holiday party because we weren't focused only on Christians for Christmas because we do have some Jewish members. We have other people of other faith, but they were there as a representative, as a Republican. So I never want someone to feel excluded because everybody has the opportunity, excuse me, to to step in to lead, right? So anyway, we just had a play on the color red. So are you wearing red today? Uh, And we gave a little point system and we gave a cash prize at the very end. We said, um, on your possession, usually that for women is in a purse, do you have a notepad? You're ready to take notes to, to write down important facts and, and maybe something you learn, you want to share with others, or maybe you want to search more information on your own. Uh, we talked about, do you have a pen? Are you ready? Are you, you know, sometimes people just want to receive. What we were trying to do was say, are you ready to step into what you're supposed to do, your purpose? And uh, we even said, are you wearing red lipstick? Do you have that red lipstick in your purse? Now, not everybody wears a bold red lipstick, but it was more about, are your words ready to be spoken? Are you, um, 
you know, just what is your message? And my biggest thing that I'm always trying to encourage the other people who attend is use your voice. If you have something that tugs on your heart, use your voice. Don't be a complainer, but find a solution. Work with people to make something better. Um, and it can come in so many categories. And everybody in this community, on this podcast, they have their own city. So there are so many different events going on within their own city, their county, their state. Get involved based on your heartstrings. I love that. I love just simply get involved. Uh, find a project, find a cause that you're passionate about and start out just going, attending the meeting for that, that cause and show up, simply show up. Number one, if we can show up, we can begin to create friendships and find those kindred hearts in common, those kindred spirits out there that, you know, here we were what, 13, 14 years old. And look at that connection because I don't remember that we ever went to lunch together. I don't remember any, you know, we didn't go to movies together. We didn't go shopping together, but there was a connection that lasted. And so when you reached out to me years later on Facebook and said, Hey, I, you know, I'm interested in your music. And I remember that connection was so deep with that faith-based Christ-centered uh, connection that it continued. And so find those, find, look in within and look at your value system. What is important to you? And another thing that you said, Karen, that I absolutely love is we can stop complaining. We can spend more time edifying, validating, looking for the good in our country, in our state, among our peers, in our friendships, in our marriages, in our children and validate and edify more. And I think that a lady in leadership is an edifier. She looks for the talents. You said how in the beginning, when I was sharing your bio, we talked about how you have always been interested in finding people's strengths. And as a young girl, I wanted to be a talent scout. I wanted to find people's talents and help them to uh, bring those to light. And I think that that, that is just an exciting duo to be able to want to find those who maybe don't feel like you're a leader. You don't know where to start. Uh, we're also involved in the life platform together, which is all about motivational audios and listening and, and hearing those words of edification that are just powerful and empowering. So Karen, we have just a few minutes left here. I want to jump to your role as a grandmother. Now they say that like 75% of grandparents are taking an active role in helping raise their grandchildren. We have like two minutes left and we can go over into the next segment if we need to, but I would love to have you share the joy that you are having and the concerns. You know, um, a top priority right now is what is going on in the schools. I may know a teacher and appreciate the teacher, but I don't appreciate the curriculum that's coming down in my state. And um, my daughter works full time. She doesn't have the opportunity to do the daytime meetings or whatnot. 
So myself as a grandmother and one that watches what the kids are studying in their curriculum, I get more involved. And that's why I have now linked arms with other passionate parents at board meetings. I have become, um, hopefully, one who tampers down the frustration not to be angry at a board meeting, but to be empowering and speak as a passionate parent. And that's what I keep saying at the political uh, or at the board meetings that we're not a political force. We are passionate parents that care about what is being spoken to or taught in curriculum that is not age-based. There are things that are happening in the elementary schools that's atrocious, Karen, and it breaks my heart. And we are not in a place where we can do private schooling right now. And I do believe in public schooling. I do believe that there is great things there, but we need to be very sensitive what is actually being taught. One of the things, a question, I quick question I have is, do you find that there are other grandparents getting actively involved? Yes, 100%. And uh, many people think I am the parent at these meetings. And then I find out, oh, you're a grandparent too. And we, we're embracing one another. We're working together. And, and we do a lot of support um, in meetings online together. We're Joy Coaching America, and we'll be right back. Welcome back to Joy Coaching America, raising the world's vibration to love, joy, and peace, one happy listener at a time. Welcome back to Joy Coaching America, and Karen, I have just loved interviewing you today. I, I feel like I've gleaned so much from this wonderful interview thus far, and we still have a way, a little ways to go. We've got 12 minutes and what can we pack into these beautiful 12 minutes that can make an impact on some of our listening audience. You know, I want to invite you to have a discussion with me right now on those who are suffering from heartbreak, from broken dreams, who have maybe lost loved ones this last year in the last two years to COVID, who have maybe lost marriages because of stress, financial stresses. There's been so many added stresses. I know that you and I both lost three friends each in a, in a very short amount of time. And they were three different friends, um, three friends that that were so hearty and, and doing so well and, and healthy. And then all of a sudden they were, they were taken. And so there are many grieving people and I would like to address how we can start out. If we have lost our faith, if we feel like, you know, when you were talking about uh, before you were very busy working a full-time job and a full-time career, and you didn't have the time or the energy or the space probably in your life to go become a political activist. And for some, for some 
they may have lost faith and are coming to the savior very tentatively wondering how do I put my faith back into, into God. And I just want to take it from here that we are here to encourage those who may be suffering from brokenheartedness for any reason in 2021 and, and kind of feeling tentative about beginning 2022. So Karen, share with us your thoughts. You are one of the most faith-filled women that I know in my circle of friends. And I would love for you to share a little bit about your faith and what keeps your, your fire burning. You know, Karen, I actually start every day asking the Lord, who do you want me to speak to? Who do you want me to have eyes to see in their posts if they're hurting or they need, uh, if they're discouraged, where can I, I just love encouraging people. And you know what? Um, four years ago, I went through something a little more tragic and I learned a lesson and I'm just going to give it to you as this. I was under, uh, I thought a one hour surgery that ended up taking eight hours of, um, surgery that I was awake and alert to. And through that, I knew that each cut, each stitch was going to be a scar on me. I knew that it would be a scar that others would see. But can I tell you in those eight hours, I was awake. I was not asleep through this procedure. And the Lord just laid on my heart, people have scars and yours might be external, but look to the scars from within others. And from that moment on, I stopped the pity party of me. And I started thinking about where are people's scars? And Karen, the last two years, there have been a lot of scars. And there's been a lot of ugliness in a scar on people. But I want to encourage people to take some of those pains and turn it around and not be wallowing in what happened. I lost so many dear people. And yet, what does that do? It brings me to a heart to look for others, to give them love during their, their sorrow. Uh, Steve and I lost someone just a week ago, and my heart has been for his widow. You know, she's young. And she is a beautiful soul. So she gets my prayers, but she's also going to get some cards in the mail. She's, she's going to get that extra encouragement beyond one week of losing her husband. You know, um, I think when we ask the Lord every day, who can we serve? And, and in that service, it could just be a phone call. How many times have you and I been connected by me picking up the phone and calling you and saying, Karen, you're just heavy on my heart. I don't know what's going on, but something I just feel mm -hmm. that that was the Holy Spirit connecting you and I, and then you would share something that was going on in your family. And um, there have been times where I was in prayer for you, not knowing what was truly happening states away. Right. It's true. And so, sometimes you knew it before I did. <laughs> sometimes I, you got the 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 injunction to start praying before I even knew that there was a, a little bit of a um, a stretch that was around the yeah. corner, a stretch of faith. 
So I truly do appreciate that. And I love that, that word of wisdom to wake up in the morning and to ask the Lord in our divine appointments, in our daily divine appointments, who can I serve today, Lord? Who can, especially when we're not getting out of our homes as much for those who aren't And I love that you have, you have taken social media to the next level of doing a ministry on social media and sharing and looking out for and caring about people. And what a wonderful way to use that platform to bless, to serve, to minister, and to help those who you see are hurting and who have wounds. And I love also, wow, to be able to be going through a eight hour surgery wide awake and maybe being numbed so that you didn't feel the prickings of the needle, but to have to face the reality that there might be some, some scars that might be evidenced later. And I, I truly believe that our scars that are hidden, that God can see can be healed and made whole. And the scar tissue that has been, uh, that has been formed around our tender hearts can be healed. I've just been writing uh, my story and I've shared a little bit about that with you, but my story of my fractured fairy tales, having gone through multiple marriages and then blending families in the 21st century. And there have been scars on my heart and, and being able to go through a marriage with a man who is like this exceptional uh, scar tissue softener. And he just, he has just softened me and helped me to, to, re-embrace my broken dream of a happily ever after in a marriage that is between two people that are uh, committed, faithful, loyal, friends, best friends. And so for those of you who might be suffering from any kind of scar, it's so, it's so important that we share hope for the physical wounds, as well as the emotional wounds, as well as the mental wounds that may have happened in the last two years. And then going forward, proceeding in faith, uh, planning, planning to be a faith-filled person, a faith-filled soul, uh, looking for the things that we can each do to bless this world, to bless our neighbors, to love our neighbor as ourself. I love your thought of all inclusive, that your holiday party was not called a Christmas party, not because you were exiling Christ from the party, but because you wanted to include others who might not be under that Christian denomination category so that everybody could feel included and loved. I'm so excited for the year ahead, for traveling and knowing that I get to travel through 2022 with praying friends with praying angels, praying warriors and kindred spirits who love the Lord and who have faith as their core, as their base. And knowing that I, I get to lock arms, whether you're in California and I'm in Utah, or we have friends in, in all parts of this great world and this great nation that we are faith-filled comrades, locking arms and going forward in faith to go into a new year. You know, Karen, you um, mentioned that uh, you and I are connected to the life platform. And I think um, if anyone has an interest 
of finding some more podcasts to uh, video to audio that can help them through whatever avenue they're trying to work through. We have amazing uh, audio to offer them. If that is an interest to them, they should definitely connect to you. And um, we should never stop seeking. We should never stop reading. We should never stop speaking to one another. Hope, encouragement, overcoming. Overcoming is huge. And we need to overcome maybe even um, the political battles that we witnessed over the last couple of years. And we need to stop. For me, I've pulled back from people that decided to stay in that negative road. Mm. I just, I just, honestly, guys, if you are listening, scroll on by the negativity, the negative postings. Don't, uh, even add, the, don't even add to that. Don't even don't infuse it. Don't infuse it. And you know what? The best way to overcome those things is respond in appreciation. And I've learned to be doing that. Even when I see someone being hit upside the head, you know, I just cannot play those games. It just don't waste your energy, your time, or your spirit on something like that. And I believe we've all learned in the last couple of years, it's a day by day thing. And you know what? I just want to leave this earth positively to others. You know, I know where I'm going. I am heaven bound. And there are days that I get a little more excited about that. But I want to have a purpose every day before I leave. And I, I'm not fearful of the future. I, I love that. And I just, I shared with one of the joy coaches this morning, my New Year's agenda, prepare for a joyful, successful reunion with God each and every morning in 2022. Eat for success, dress for success, plan for success, show up for success, believe success is possible, prepare for success, and by all means, help others to succeed where our time is up, but I want to thank you for all the pearls, the pearls of wisdom and the beautiful example that you set for women across America and men. We are Joy Coaching America together today on January 1st, 2022. Here's to a bright new, far more glorious future. This is Karen Lynn Grant. Bye.